Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into Bleeding Green Nation podcast. I am Michael Kist. Part of what we're going to do today for you, since there's a big announcement, I don't want to spoil anything, but Carson Wentz is back. That's right. Carson Wentz is back. Doug Peterson detailed everything about that in his pressers. So what we're going to do first is what you're going to hear is the press conference after the 27 to 21 loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's going to be about five minutes of that post-game presser from Doug Peterson. And then after that, you are going to hear the announcement, the press conference from Monday that Carson Wentz is back. Let's kick it over to those right now. Well, uh, that's what we talked about all week. You know, we, we had like five plus 20 uh, yard gains, I think in the Atlanta game and uh, def- against our defense. And then and the, the, you know, the couple today, and we talk about eliminating the big play and, and then conversely, offensively, we try to create the big play. And, and big plays can come either in the run game or the passing game. And, um, you know, again, offensively, we were just, we were just so far behind, you know, in the, in the first half, just with penalties or lost yardage that it's, it's tough. And uh, uh, you want to be able to, on first or second down, be able to, you know, shoot the ball down the field and, and do some things that way. But, uh, again, we gotta, just got to look at it, man. We just got to look at it, each person, you know, man-to-man, and just, just uh, own the, own the uh, you know, own this game and, and move on. I'll talk about that later this week. It seemed like we saw a lot more Josh Burke than Dallas Goddard. Well, a lot of times, you know, with the with the tight end situation, um, you know, some of it's by game plan. Then when we lose some receivers, you know, we start having to use the second or third tight end, and and um, um, and then plus it, it listen, it's it's a complex thing because it starts moving bodies around, and and um, without getting um, real specific with the game plan because obviously you don't know the game plan. Um, just one 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 part that goes down, then you have to adjust everybody else. And uh, a lot of times it's easier with Perk in the game. Uh, Dallas played, but at the same time, uh, it didn't change our receivers on the outside. It kept those guys, you know, sort of in their same spots. Again, you you don't know, and this is not against you, but I'm just saying, without knowing the offense and the formations and the personnel that we have. Um, it's a, uh, um, it can be a chess match moving, moving multiple parts on offense. Does that mean, I mean, does it make sense? It, it, yeah, I know it, it's complicated cause you don't know the plan. That's, and that's nothing against you. I'm just saying you don't, when you don't know the plan, the formations, where we move guys and have guys specific in the game plan, if one guy goes down, now it shuffles the whole thing. And, and so it's, we can keep it real consistent by just moving one part and not many parts. I know, I just confused you more. Sorry. Yeah, you know, and, and listen, I, I'm, I can't go back and, and relive those days because it's a new football team, new season. Now, 
we're going to learn from this and, and we're going to be better. And I, and, and I, you know, uh, vowed to the team in there that, that we will get better. And uh, obviously that starts with me. But, you know, we do have to remember what we did a year ago. But at the same time, I'm not going to pull back anything, you know, go back and start pulling out any kind of memories because new football team, new faces. And uh, we got our own set of circumstances now to, to fix. So how did you get Yeah, I'll talk more about it uh, probably tomorrow, probably. Yeah, I thought you saw you saw his resiliency. I mean, he took some shots early and, and, and stayed in there and, and uh, you know, rebounded, made some made some nice throws, good decisions, led led a couple nice drives. But, again, we'll uh, evaluate it and we'll see where he's at. And, uh, um, you know, we got everybody's got to look at it and, and make corrections and move forward. Jason Peters, what information did you get? Yeah, it was it was enough to, to keep him out. I didn't want to risk it any further uh, with him in the game, and uh, it was early early enough to, to just just if, if emergency situation if we needed to. Did you try to go in and then come back out? Yeah, I, there were a couple of things I I don't remember offhand. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we'll get back to Philly. Um, we'll check on him again. Probably have an update for you tomorrow. Okay. Thanks. So that was the post-game conference from Sunday, and here is Monday's press conference in the Carson Wentz News. All right. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon. Apologize for being late. Sorry about that. What did they say about Carson? You've been waiting for this day forever. Um, he, he, for 12 months. He, I know, for 12 months, right? Um, no, he, he has been cleared. He has been cleared, and and uh, so we're, we're all excited about that. What were the, you know... What were some of the final steps that he had to clear to be to be? Uh, well, I mean, listen, I'm not going to get into the whole report because it's, it's lengthy, but but I mean, just just medically, you know, where uh, from from the the date of surgery to where he has it today, through his uh, you know all his rehab, through eleven on eleven, through you know everything he did in the weight room, everything everything about it was was a big part of uh, you know um, getting getting to this point. Part that you know you start him Sunday regardless. I mean, did, did you think about you know giving him a week to be clear for contact, or was it just a he's cleared, he starts? I mean, he's cleared, he goes. Um, I've said all along that you know he, he's our guy. We draft him to be our guy, and uh, you know you, you, you're it's it's kind of like week one. I mean, a lot of your starters, you know, um, guys like Jason Peters, Sproles haven't been used to a lot of contact, whatever you know, a little bit in camp, but. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're cleared to go and, and we'll go. The data you keep on Carson, can you kind of tell where he is compared to last year? Are there areas where you still expect him to kind of gradually ramp up or what are those kind of numbers tell you about where he is physically? Well, you know, last year I thought he took a really, um, big step forward in, in the situational aspect of the games, you know, the, knowing the down and distance, knowing, um, where he is on the field, things that he took a big, big step forward last year, obviously, you know, with every year, uh, we can continue to get better in those in those situations from a, from a quarterback standpoint. But you know, I think uh, just watching him, you know, move around physically and some of the things he's done. I mean, just um, he, you know, he's ready and he's ready to ready to take the reins again and, and move forward. What's realistic? What's realistic for him? His first game back, he hasn't played football in a long time. What do you mean? What's realistic? Be the same player we saw last season right away, or is that going to take? I mean, some time? I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be, um, 
maybe an issue or two. You know, I mean, it's going to take some time to get back into the rhythm and the flow of the game. The speed of the game is different than the speed of practice, you know. Uh, and, and so we do everything we can to try to simulate that during the week and, and try to prepare him that way. And listen, he he's a guy that, that will be totally prepared. He comes in early, studies the tape, as do all the quarterbacks, stays, uh, you know, obviously late in the day, asks a lot of questions, has a lot of ideas. Um, you know, so, uh, he's, he's going to be, he's going to be prepared mentally. Uh, now it's just a matter of the physical part taking will there be, over. Will there be any restrictions and will you, we need to temper his aggressiveness? No, I mean, I, you know, um, you know, uh, in my mind, you know, and, the, and we all felt the same way that, that he's cleared, he's cleared and, and there's no need to, to hold back. Now we're still going to have conversations no different when he was healthy. We're still going to have conversations about protecting yourself as we do with all the quarterbacks and, you know, making sure we do the right things there, but um, there's there's no limitations. How far as your play, your play calling goes, Doug, as you're easing him in, uh, making sure that he's not getting exposed uh, a whole lot early on. Well, I mean, think about the game yesterday. How many times did Nick get hit? You know, and and it's it's part of the game. You know, I mean, you can't. Thing is, I'm not going to coach. I'm not going to coach scared. I'm not going to coach paranoid. I'm not going to go in thinking, oh, no, we can't do this, we can't do that. Um, you know, uh, we just have to continue to go play, and i got to coach that way. And, and uh, that's where the confidence with the team comes, you know, by doing that. But now if there's if there's opportunities to, you know, max the protection and, and do some things there, we'll, we'll do that by game plans, by design. But, but I don't think uh, that things are going to change too much. What's the conversation like with Nick who – wins the Super Bowl MVP and, and now goes to the bench? You know, the, the greatest thing uh, for me is is that room has no egos. And Nick all along has understood um, that this is Carson's football team. You know, we drafted Carson to, to be the guy. And, and um, you know, we owe a lot of gratitude to Nick Foles for what he's done, what he has done, obviously what he's done this season and, and uh, how he's led this football team. And he's a pro's pro. So, uh, no egos. They check him at the door, and and he'll be very supportive. Has been very supportive, and and uh, you know we'll, we'll be that way from from here on. When you got the official word that that Carson was cleared, was he in the room with you or Carson? Did, yeah. No. So did you then get to be the one to break the news to him? Um. Yeah. No. You know, actually, our medical team um was able to to meet with him and and, and talk with him and and all that, and uh, you know. Uh, We'll have more conversation today in these next couple of days, you know, going over the game plan and, and uh, getting ready for, for Indianapolis. But but uh, uh, he was not in the room. I mean, he's, he's excited. He's ready. I mean, he was probably, in his mind, he was probably ready a month ago, you know. But um, our plan was in place. He understood it, and uh, he embraced that, and now he's ready. How excited are you that he's back? Well, anytime you get one of your, one of your starters back, it's great, you know, and you know, I'm excited to, to, to get him back out there. But, you know, at the same time, it's it's not about one guy. And and we can't lose sight of that. You know, we got other issues, you know, offensively, defensively, special teams that we need to coach up. And and uh, as, as exciting it is to, to have him back, your starting quarterback, we still have some other areas to fix. On the radio this morning, you said that, you know, um, you know a team makes a miracle. And when you, when you look at the, the healthy – options you have on offense right now. Do you think you have enough healthy playmakers around Carson right now? 
right now. I think we're constantly looking at uh, adding depth and talent at any position and every position, you know, and obviously that's probably the focal point right now. Um, so we're constantly, you know, Howie and his team and, and Joe Douglas are constantly looking to, to help, you know, uh, better our roster. And, and so we're in that process right now. How? Yeah, he, you know, again, he, he's a week to week guy. Um, I'm not going to put a timetable on him. It's very similar to, to Carson Wentz. And uh, when, when he's cleared, I'll, I'll let you know on him. Carson probably thought that he was ready about a month ago, and you alluded to this before. You know, what kind of process, how difficult was, I guess, to kind of massage his feelings in terms of his competitiveness about wanting to play? And you guys obviously listening to the doctors. Yeah, it, it's uh, a little bit of a fine line, but, um, you know, there's. Uh, I guess the thing too is is just having conversation and being being open with them, being honest with them, and and saying that you know, and just reiterating this is our plan for you, the health of of you, and and he and I having conversations and and saying, listen, I, I want you to be, you know, regardless if Doug Peterson is here or not, I want your career to extend for many many years. I, I don't want to I don't want to rush anything, you know, any decision like this. So um, he was very. Uh, uh, obviously very appreciative of that and, and the fact that we were uh, having conversations, you know, um, just about weekly, you know, uh, that uh, this is this is for his benefit, not for anybody else's. And so to follow up on that, you were reluctant to talk about the plan, so to speak, during the past month or two. Now that it's over, was this the plan all along to have him back for week three? Or was this a target? No, well, no. Um, it was basically, it was, it was strictly a medical decision, you know, and, and uh, um we, we put it in, we, you know, I say we, the organization, really put it in on our medical team and, and said, hey, physically, when is he going to be ready? And, and whenever that date was, you know, we were going to be ready to go. So it just so happens it's this week, but it was never really the idea or the intent that we got to say, hey, boom, let's focus on week three. Could have been week four or five. So who knows? Do you know Mike Wallace? I do not, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, Mike uh, suffered a, uh, a fibula fracture um, in the game, and uh, we'll miss uh, the next few weeks, obviously. Uh, Jason Peters, he, um, he uh, let's see, he had a quad uh, in the game. Happened about the third, third or fourth play in the game. Um, tweaked it just a little bit, and so uh, just couldn't put the pressure on it that he that he felt he needed to uh, in the game. Not, not, not yet. Not at this point. We're still going to evaluate. He's got a few more tests here in the next couple of days, but um, we know exactly it's a, it's a fracture, and, and uh, you know that's going to be a couple of weeks. Well, can you just talk about the whole? I mean, obviously now you have two wide receivers on the fifty-three who aren't going to play. Um, Mac is out. Um, you have a lot of inexperienced guys uh, around Nelson. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that whole position right now? And uh, you know, going up against the Colts with this group. Well, that's why you know, it goes back to you know to us always and constantly looking you know outside to, to help bring I mean, in some guys. Position, it takes you know it takes a while to get a guy. I mean, can you bring in a guy who can help you? I, you know, I think I think a veteran player. You know, I mean, if you just ask me, a veteran player would be a lot easier to work with than a than a young rookie player. You know, to get him caught up plus a guy that's had game experience. You know. Um, Definitely going to have to, you know, rely on the tight ends more. Going to have to rely on the running game a little bit more, um, and and you know, kind of kind of lean that direction, you know, until we can until we can figure this out.
When you say rely on the run game and tight ends, do you, after these two games, kind of go back to the drawing board a little bit with usually like three wide receiver sets, and you haven't used Goddard or, or two wide receiver sets as much as three? Are you going to reevaluate that and look forward? Or yeah, we'll evaluate that this week, um, as we do every week. But uh, again, you know, when we put game plans together, you know, we we try to utilize you know our zebra eleven personnel. 12 personnel, you know, with the two tights and all that kind of stuff. I think, I think we're, we've had in the past, we've had some advantages there, you know, from a personnel standpoint, but, um, you know, we're, we're dealing, we're dealing with it right now. We're, we're working through it and, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see where we're at on Wednesday when we go to practice. What advantage you say you have out of, out of your 11 personnel? Is it more the, what kind of defense usually responds to that, that you like to, yeah, a lot of times a team comes in with a third corner, typically, or moves a corner into nickel, and it's you know it's a it's a it's a difficult situation. Plus, we can we can get a little more speed sometimes on the field, and um, you know those are all things we'll have to evaluate in the next couple of days. Has, Bra- has Braxton play. Miller been here long enough to make an impression on you at practice? Well, he had. I mean, he's made he's made some you know an, an impression, but uh, you know he's another one that. Uh, you know, we got to continue to coach up and, and see where he's at, you know, because he hasn't had any really exposure to our offense yet. In talking about that, I believe Zach Ertz said the expectation can't be Carson comes in and is Superman and fixes everything. From your perspective, how much can improve by having Carson? Well, I mean, I, th- I think he's he's accurate, you know, in that statement. He, he, you know, Carson's not Superman, obviously. Uh, it's going to take all 10 other guys around him, you know, to, to get it done. Um, Listen, I, I, you know, as far as as far as the execution, I mean, you know, he, he's going to see the same things that Nick was seeing, you know, from from defensive structure to blitzes, protection, the whole thing. So, you know, we just got to make sure that, that we have those guys coached up, you know, and that he's he's going with the right, you know, going to the right places with the football and, and making the right decisions in the run game. Um, but I don't think it's a um, and attack one way or the other on the on the quarterback position. A couple more in relation to Carson. How much changed? What changed in two weeks? And how important was the nine months? I mean, that's 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 important. I mean, that, and I'm not a doctor, but but I'm assuming that's a that was a big factor in in the uh, in the decision. You know, it was just the extra time to heal and and to to get stronger. You know, uh, with with the uh, with the injury. When the organization is, is looking for help on the outside, and there's there's players that have um, you know, a little bit of a past, what are the the things that that you're looking for? The questions that you want to get answered before you feel comfortable kind of signing off on moves like that? Well, there's a lot of things, um, and I think I think the biggest thing just you know uh, not only can they play football, you know, obviously that's a that's an important part of it because we we're always looking for guys that can that can that can help us in, in any position and. And can they play ball? But you know, you also want to, you know, particularly look at guys that can they. How, how well do they? How well will the current team embrace players? Um, you know, we've seen it over the over the course of the last couple of seasons. You know, when we bring a guy like Jay in, you know, and how the team embraces him and surrounds him, or Legarrette Blunt, and these guys turn out to be you know awesome individuals and great teammates and, and great players. And and so you know, you lean a lot on the character and the the uh, the culture of the football team you know a lot and uh um but you know can the guys can the guys that you want to bring to your team can they help you win can they help you win football games but again it's not an all-cost 
decision that, that, that you make make moves like that. So much, of Carson, so much of Carson's game last year was using his legs to not just scramble but to buy time. Um, is he going to be able to do that right away? Does he have the mobility right now? I will see. Hey guys, this is John Stolnes from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hitting Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get continued success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk, looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. Make sure you are subscribed to The Good Fight podcast feed.